Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. (laughs) (laughs) You missed me. Here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200 yet. (laughs) Hey guys, we are back for another episode. No, it's not live. Okay, I'm so look at what to... happened. Oh, oh, you're live. Oh, we are live. So you didn't oh, do that last time, guys. We've been having some technical difficulties this evening. That's why it's almost eight thirty, and we are just now going live for the second time. For the second time, <laughs> please. So, um, we're gonna start off with what we're drinking on because we're having <laughs> right. So, what are we drinking on this week? Bloody Mary. And it's made with my favorite, Kettle and Vodka, and my new favorite, Charleston um, Bold and Spicy Bloody Mary Mix, garnished with bacon, shrimp, olives, and lime. It's so good. Cheers. Cheers. We'll give you guys another, like, brief, um, another, as if you saw the first one. We will give you a presentation of how to make the drink at the end of this Live, um, live broadcast because we're a little bit behind our normal 8 p.m. I know, and honestly, it's like almost frazzled because we went through about 20 minutes. We did go through 20 minutes. Oh, y'all missed your conversation. Shout out to our dedicated viewers who are like, We don't see you guys, you said you're live. We're, I mean, texting us and like sending us messages, exactly because we thought we were live and we weren't. We really did. Some very sad thing called technology. Yeah. But we're back. We're here. We're back. And we're halfway drunk. So it's even better, you know? <laughs> so anyway, this week, our topic for this week is dating with kids. Yes. So um, prior to, I guess, 2016, that was like the story of my life, right? Because I've always been dating with, with the kid. But now, and Hey Cutie has her own kind of experience relationship. I do. Well, I mean, I've dated in the not. I mean, I have, but I don't think not this long. Mm-hmm. Someone with children, and like I said, in my twenties, I don't date anyone with children. It just mm-hmm. was not on my radar. I didn't have kids, so I'm like, no, I'm not dating anyone with kids. But as you get older, that yeah. has to change, or you are. Dating children yourself, <laughs> like yeah. you know, younger guys because yeah. most of the guys in my age group probably have kids. Yeah, it's rare. I would agree. I mean, I say over thirty-five, you are really shooting yourself in the foot if you're not open to dating someone with kids. It's yeah. not that it's impossible, right? Because there are a lot of guys that are out there, a lot of women out there that don't have kids, so it's not right. impossible. It's just like you're really narrowing your odds and you have to be prepared to wait a little bit longer Mm -hmm. or... Unless you absolutely don't want kids your own. Yeah, unless you absolutely don't want kids. Don't do it. But I think you have to be open. Like something has to give, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're narrowing your odds and saying, well, I really don't want to date someone with kids because I don't want to have kids and, and whatever. Right. You have to be open to broadening your horizon somewhere else. So maybe maybe you have to date outside your city. Maybe you've got to date someone that's a little bit older, younger, like mm-hmm. you said. Or um, Because if you don't, I mean, you could date someone with children, but they're mm-hmm. older. So you yeah. won't have to worry about small children. Yeah. Like, there's way, but I mean. That's a good idea. You know, I don't know how old you ladies and gentlemen are willing to go, but. I would say if you're dating over 50, their kids are probably grown. Possibly. <laughs> they are possibly grown, yes. But I just think, um, yeah, saying no kids, again, I think there's people in their 30s that are still saying they won't date some mm-hmm. more kids. And that's fine if you don't want kids. <laughs> but for me, where I'm at an age where... Well, I always say, I've never been that person that, oh, I have to have my own children. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to date someone with children so that you have your children just mm-hmm. in case it doesn't happen for us together. Do you yeah. Know I mean? 
Because enough, and then it's not a burden on you right. to, now, to give this man a baby. Yes. Oh my god, if I hear another person <laughs> say that, like, Are you oh god, yeah. Like because so because I have a child. Yes. So for all of our viewers who don't know, I do have a daughter. She mm-hmm. is a teenager. She's so pray for me. Pray for me and pray for our family. Um, but so dating someone who doesn't have a kid, you know, and now we're getting married, and people are always like, "Oh, are you guys going? Are, are, are you going to have more kids?" And it's like, mm. but that doesn't matter. I know how that feels, right? Like, yeah. check that off the list. I've, I've already experienced that. But then the follow-up people, you know, that man going on a baby, you got to give him a baby. First of all, um, <laughs> not what all of this was created for. Not to, to give anybody anything. If we right. come to a mutual conclusion right. that we are going to be together long enough to raise this child, then we'll we'll walk down that path. But right now, I can't with you. <laughs> This body can do many things, but it was not built to gift somebody a baby. Yes. Tell your mama I said. Well, so yes. So in that case, <laughs> so I'm like, I welcome guys having kids. And the yeah. thing, on the flip side, though, I prefer to date someone who has children and they're involved than to date someone that's not taking care of the children. I don't know how you can find someone attractive that doesn't take care of their kids. Like, even if they treated you like a queen, but they treat their kids like a second thought, that's no crazy No, because if you're not taking care of your children, and, I mean, and I'm not just saying paying child support, like, why do you not want to be involved with your children? Yeah. Like, you know, like... I, I think as, as, so, as, if you're dating someone with kids, you have to be very um, aware of the narrative that this person is sharing with you about the situation. Because I think sometimes it can be, oh, you know, the the ex doesn't doesn't let me see them, or he or she, you know, is super vindictive, or yeah, and or, so we sometimes it, accept these excuses you know, when it's like if if this because she can really, take you to court, you can take her just as well, like, and it happens across the board. It happens with you know men with their ex wives and women with their ex-husbands yeah. and it's all I think if if a man or a woman is very serious about their children they will make a way out of no way That's no cool. one will be able to tell them that they can't see their kids right. they can't spend time with their kids but I will say though once kids get to a certain age they may the child may be the one that's making it difficult um I would say under 18 you don't have a choice if I can't put you out of my house and not go to jail, if I can't not right. feed you and not right. go to jail, yeah. if I can't, you know, not provide food, clothing, and shelter, and you not go to jail, you don't have a choice on whether or not you're going to see your parent and spend time and where you go and where you don't go. Yeah. Like I told my daughter the other day, you actually don't have a choice on whether or not you're going to eat dinner. Because if you starve, I'm going to go to jail. Right. If you start losing weight, I'm going to jail. The baby can't. She can't. And she can't afford to lose it. But because of these like vindictive parents and the drama, um, and the drama, that's why I never wanted to date anyone with kids because yeah. I know the drama firsthand. Yes, firsthand, and I know I'm a lot. Okay, and for very selfish, <laughs> very selfish reasons, I'll say I wanted to be the center of attention in the relationship. I didn't want. Your ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, mother of your kids, to be to be able to um, swoop in and manipulate and still kind of have that That grip on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you? I've learned so much about. I've grown so much Mm -hmm. in this relationship. So whether I'm with this man forever or not, I've learned a lot from being with him because I'm used to being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, our, our plans have to change? And it's just made me grow and be where it's like, you're, like, my happiness does not depend on 
him. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, I can't wait for him to give me attention. Yeah. Or th- and it's just shown me so much about myself. And it's just like, and I just love the relationship he has with his children. Yeah. It's just awesome to watch. You know what I mean? And just hear the stories and things like that. So, how do you find that balance when um, the balance of I am attracted to you because I see you in this particular light with your kids, mm-hmm. right? I see this father that you are, and I'm attracted to that. But on the flip side, I do want the attention. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm upset with you or, you know, right. I'm just upset with the situation because I can't get the attention right. I want. But you're not giving it to me for a reason that I'm actually attracted to. Oh, it's hard. Because I have to check myself a lot. Like, you can't be mad. Like, yes, I'm upset because we didn't get to spend time together Mm -hmm. when we were supposed to or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, I understand. So it's like, you can't really be mad. But he also makes it, I mean, honestly, we probably still wouldn't be together if he didn't make it a point to Mm -hmm. make me a priority as well. So... I kind of feel bad sometimes because he does, I mean, he goes, he will go out of his way and make sure we spend the time together, you know, mm-hmm. balance. I don't know how he does it, but yeah. I don't know how people do it either. Yeah, you know, I say that I don't have it. I don't know how people do it. I, I always feel like I'm failing either party at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just like, there's only one of me, right. and kids require so much attention. All the time. Yeah. Um, and they require 120% of your attention when someone else hasn't. Right. Right? So that's just like, yeah. they they don't care about you. They don't want to talk to you until somebody else is talking to you, yeah. until there's someone else taking your attention. Mm. But then it's this balance of, well, now I'm committed to another person who also requires attention. And so how do you balance it? Because you have to balance it. I think it is always kind of trying to overcompensate, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, for instance, here's a good example. So Saturday, no, Sunday morning, um, I got up early and I'm kind of spending time with the boo and talking to him mm-hmm. about something. And then as our day normally goes, it kind of, like, it was early in the morning, but it kind of falls into this, you know, we're not really talking about anything or whatever, but he wakes up really early, so I was like, well, let me just get up with him. Right. Let me just get up, you Mm -hmm. know, so that's the, he needs this attention in this moment, let me just get up, I can bang, give him his attention. And not that I've, you know, satisfied it, but now that I've been up with him for a little while, of course, my child is still in the bed because she will not get out of bed until two thirty. She, she worked. She worked on Saturday. Child, please. My she worked like four hours. <laughs> so I saw something on um, YouTube that I thought she would enjoy. So I go in her room and I get in bed with her and we watch YouTube videos for a little okay. while. So it's kind of trying to Juggle. make sure. sure everybody gets mm-hmm. the attention they need. You know, she might be talking to me, and then he calls, and it's like, okay, hold on, right. and then we talk to him, and then I go back to her, and right. and vice versa, I'm sure. It's a lot. I'm tired all the time. That's why I come over here to drink. I get away from both of them. So then, at what point? What's too soon to introduce your child to someone you're dating? For me, in my experience, um. One, I absolutely had to be in a committed relationship that I felt like was going somewhere. Mm-hmm. If we were just dating, just like we haven't really, you know, this isn't a serious relationship. Right. right? We might even be exclusive, but if it's not serious, right. no, you're not going to meet my child. Mm-hmm. You're not going to come to my house. Right. Because as a parent, I always felt like I am responsible for providing a safe environment for right. her. Yeah. And she didn't ask to be here. So that's my responsibility. So I can't mm-hmm. just let people, in you know, and in yeah. and out of my house. We know where you live because dudes were stalking. Yeah, that was Girl, always like, mm-hmm. like that's stalk. okay. Yeah, I'll drive. Like stalk. <laughs> stalking is real. <laughs> it, is. it is a real thing. Okay. And so you, you do have to be precautious. Mm-hmm. But. If I felt like this is serious and it's going somewhere, I, it, it wasn't necessarily a time frame. It was just kind of how I felt. Yeah. And that's what, so we had this conversation yesterday because I was, you know, telling we were going to have 
what we're talking about on the podcast every week. So I wanted to get his perspective because, I mean, it's two women here talking, and yes, we have different perspectives because we're both on different sides of the equation. But from a male perspective, he was like, yeah, no, I wouldn't introduce someone. What? Time frame-wise, it's going to be a year. Mm-hmm. It was like, and then at that point, I have to be comfortable, you know, and make sure, again, mm-hmm. that my kids are comfortable. And, you know, I met his oldest probably a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I guess got to a point where he was like, okay. Because it was really dividing his time. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if he has the kids, then he can't see me. And he was just like, setting up unrealistic expectation for the kids where they think what daddy's just home all the time he's yeah. like no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. so when they're not here I'm not just sitting here he's like I'm with you so it's like you get to a point where you kind of not have to merge the two but you know you have to, just do, makes sense do you think it was necessary for do you think it is necessary to have a conversation with the kids so and in the case of your newly divorced mm-hmm. and or your partner, spouse, the kid's parents has passed away, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a new situation for them, um, and they're not used to the parents dating. Do you think right. it's necessary to have a conversation and say, hey, I'm dating? I think it depends Maybe on Maybe I haven't the found the, the one yet, but right. I am seeing people other than your other parents. I, I don't know. You answer that. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> well, I haven't, because I haven't been with my child's father since she was an infant. So she's so, never seen you. Yeah, she's him. never right. seen me consistently with him. So for her, it was, I think she would have pushed me into a relationship um, way before you. Yeah. yeah, because she just, I, I really think she had a desire to see me with a partner. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. So it's like, I think it really depends on the age of the children. Mm-hmm. And in his case, like, I'm not sure. I didn't ask him if he, what that conversation was or if he had that conversation. I know he just, his goal was to make sure it was an environment where, of course, the kids felt comfortable. So it did happen over the holidays. So his family was in town. You know, they mm-hmm. were in their, their home. It wasn't like you brought them to my house. So they felt comfortable. And of course, everyone loves Jules. Of course. <laughs> She's the best icebreaker ever. Look. Well, she had that before they met me because his brother dog sits for me. Oh, and it's like, I don't, I love this lady because I love her dog. I'm sure that's what the kids are. I know, right? They're like, oh, she's good. Where's the, where's the lady with the little dog? <laughs> that, that's her. Funny. Right. She, sure, she can come with the dog, but right. you want to see the dog first and foremost. <laughs> exactly. Like, so. I think environment, I, you, you know, you touched on um, him introducing you to, to the kids and their environment. Environment is extremely important for the mm-hmm. first meeting. It should be comfortable because, you know, familiar, mm-hmm. where they know they can go here to feel safe or, you know, whatever they're, and believe me, they met me, I was like, oh, okay, hi. And Kevin, the boys kept it pushing. Like, yeah. we were playing guns, we doing this. That was the first time, but the second time they were, you know, a little conversation. Gender like that. dynamics, so, too. Gender yes. dynamics is an, is, a, is an issue. And so, mm-hmm. um, for me, I dated someone once with kids. Mm-hmm. And when I met his kids, I introduced them to, to my daughter as well. And it was in a very neutral environment. We were at a park. Okay. So it was like a play date. Mm-hmm. And um, when I introduced my daughter to the boo, it was, if I recall correctly, it was the first time it was me picking him up from the airport. Okay. But she had already kind of um, been exposed to him via like me FaceTiming him and okay. me being on the phone with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she knew he was out there. Yeah, yeah, she knew about him, mm-hmm. and but I think it was important for him to be on our territory, on, right. on her space, mm-hmm. because children have to be in an environment where they feel comfortable speaking their truth, Right. and what I know about children is when they are in an environment that they're not familiar with, they're not as likely to speak what they feel like their truth is, mm-hmm. so when gender dynamics is an issue, I have a girl... I'm dating a man. If I were to bring her to his space, 
Mm. And she didn't feel comfortable with him it's or already. he said something to her. It's already a power dynamic because right. he's an adult. There's a gender dynamic because he's a man. Yeah. And then because she's at his house, she's probably not going to be as likely to say, Mom, I don't like him. Mom, you right. did this. Mom. Right. So I think that's always important to remember and how you introduce the kids mm-hmm. and what the space is. Yeah. Make it a Chuck E. Cheese. Make it a movie. Maybe not a movie because you don't have time to talk. But, you know, yeah. somewhere they feel like they can just say, Whatever, Whatever their truth oh, is. Oh, girls? Oh, they're going to find something to talk. And girls will talk. <laughs> yes, they will. So be ready. They will tell they you will. how they feel. Yes. And they will ask you a thousand questions. Oh, yes. And they will be, be up right. in your face. Well, the thing is, I think when you're a genuine person, because, mm-hmm. and I think for me, I was in no rush to meet his children. Mm-hmm. Because I just felt like it, that added pressure to not woo the children, but, you know, if they don't like me, who knows what's going to happen, or yeah. it'll just be a struggle. So, I was probably more nervous than them, because, of course, I wasn't in my comfort zone. Yeah. But I'm an adult, so yeah. it's like, get over it. But I did have my sister <laughs> Make you know. Like, like, I didn't go by myself, though. Because you I was... You partner with you. But it's like... <laughs> So, I mean, I almost, I got the once over by yeah. his daughter and his youngest daughter, but I also asked her questions mm-hmm. because um, that's how I am. I'm like, you okay? Let's talk then. Let's yeah. have this conversation. And I mean, afterwards she asked, oh, is she coming back? So mm-hmm. I think that's good. It wasn't like I was just sitting there trying to put on or, I mean, it was the first time I met his dad. So I was kind of, yeah, I was yeah. kind of at the um, lower end of the totem pole there. Well, you know, that's that's a lot for like a first (laughs) meeting. That is a lot. Parents and yes. Well I met so his um stepmom. Okay. I hadn't met her and I hadn't met his dad. But I mean I met his mom and his brothers and sister one of his sisters. So I'm, you know, comfortable around them and they were there, but you know, doing their own thing. So Adults are way easier than kids. Kids are like, but moms are hard. Yeah, but I think you can, these kids, man, because if they don't like you and they don't actually say it, they will still sabotage. Right. Yes, absolutely. Children are like, they're little people. They're little people. Yes. They just be like, but okay, so what about the, other parent how important is it to let the other parent know who you're dating or that you're dating um i again i don't know so i think so i've heard stories where it's always you know it's amicable mm-hmm. but then i'm sure there are also those stories where it's not oh yeah so i'm not sure where we fall yeah but <laughs> you know it's just I guess we'll see because, again, this is all new. It's just recent, so. I think it's, you know, so I'm thinking about, so in my personal situation, I've, I only recently introduced the boo to my daughter's father, and that's just mm-hmm. because we were um, down there. And right, you don't live in the same place, yeah. Um, not on, like, an approval, but kind of, like, I feel like it's only fair that he knows mm-hmm. who this person is, look him in the face or whatever. Because it is his daughter, you know. Um, and I remember when he first started dating the, the lady that he's with now, and my daughter was down there for the holidays. Um, Did you, have you met her? Or? So I've never met her in person. Okay. And he had to go to work, and yeah, the lady there. watched my daughter. How did you feel about that? So I was like... <laughs> Right. Bro, what you not gonna be doing? You have somebody watching my baby, and they have they have a kid together. So oh, it's, okay. yeah, it's a child okay. from her, okay. so she's watching both of them. And you know, I had to get it from my daughter first. I had to, you know, tell me, you know, tell me about her. Not trying right. to, you know, I wasn't trying to lead the witness, but it was like, tell me, <laughs> tell me about this. Yeah. Oh, what did you guys do? Right. And blah blah. And 
She is very nice. And my daughter talks, she was very nice. Like, I enjoyed okay, her. Okay, she's good. She's lovely or whatever. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay. But then I haven't had a conversation with him. Like, you could have gave me a heads up. You could have told me. Absolutely. Yes. You know, what else? She had some deep, dark envy towards my daughter or something, you right. know, and now has a chance to take it out. Mm. But likewise, I didn't give him the same opportunity when I started dating Boo. So it's like, so you know, you say that, though, do you have to respect the parents? choice and partner do you think do you know what I mean respect who they choose because you know who they are and who the type of person they would be with yeah I think you're you so you definitely have to respect the person you're not telling them for permission mm-hmm. you're telling them just so that they're aware right it would be no different than you know Jules is like your child oh, that's if baby. if I agree to 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 sit her while you're out of town and I need to leave her at home with someone or if I need to, you know, let my neighbor yeah. watch her. I think it's only fair. I tell you that in advance, okay. not like you come back and, oh, yeah, girl, she was at the neighbor house for two days. <laughs> you know what I mean? You would be like, what? You know what I mean? Because you just want to be aware of what's going on at all times. That's all. Not It's not about permission. It's just saying, hey, Right. I'm dating this person will be around mm-hmm. our child. I just think that's respectful. Yeah. Um, but then so on the flip side, so when I was dating someone that had kids and I told you, you know, I met the kids or whatever, mm-hmm. I only met the kids once because we ended up breaking up. About a year later, um, I was in DC with my daughter and my niece. And, you know, we're doing a, a history tour because mm-hmm. I thought it would be really fun. They didn't. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> right? So we're in DC and you know how they have like the little, it's kind of like a standing kiosk kind of situation that shows you where all the Smithsonian museums are. Okay. Yeah. So I'm standing there and I'm like, you know, here we go here, whatever. And I see one of his kids walk up, and I recognize the kid, and I'm not sure if they're looking at me, but I'm right. like, I know this is, you know, my right. ex's kid. And then here comes the siblings, and they all running up, and so now I'm like trying to walk away, because I'm like, y'all ain't here alone, I'm thinking right. you're with him, and I'm like, yeah, no, they're with their mother. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, hey, Miss Keisha. <laughs> That's a conversation, like... Dr. Oz and talking about um, 
I can't remember what the topic of the, but he's doing like relationship. He's like a relationship counselor, okay. slash preacher, slash producer, slash author, slash getting them checks because Megan Good got a shop. She looks like a shopper to me, so she got this man out here working. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Gotta get that work. But he <laughs> talked about um, baggage, okay. and he had this really great example of baggage. And he said, you know, treat someone with baggage the same way you would treat someone with like luggage after they get off of a flight, right? So if you're all standing in baggage claim mm-hmm. and they have this, you know, this luggage, you wouldn't be like, oh, you got bags. Ah, get away, get away. What's in your bag? I can't. You would be like, oh, do you need me to help you with that? Wait, who, who, who helped me? Somebody else there? But people do that though, right? So just oh, think like, about, the yeah, let me help you yeah, with that. Exactly. Not like, oh, no. Right. And I thought it was a, a good example because he was like, if you if you're with a person that has baggage, just mm-hmm. if you're willing to help them, right, and now you're helping each other, it won't be that big of a deal, right. as saying, oh no, you got baggage, I can't be with right. you, I can't talk to you, I can't deal with you, or whatever. And I think we have to treat dating with kids the same way. Absolutely, I it's mean, just an ob- It's not even an obstacle. It could be a great thing depending on where you are in life. And where I'm at in life, I mean, what's to say? I mean, never have children. <laughs> yeah. So, again, to even be able to experience, like, you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm a part of her life. You know, the twins. Like, so I have kids in my life, and I enjoy that. So it's not, why would I treat his children any other way? Yeah. Why would I not want to be a part of that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you never really know. You know, yeah. I know the boo always told me before he dated me, he always said he would never date anybody with kids. Really? Never date. And had made that vocal to other women that he had dated before. Oh, so I know they'd be like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, boo. Oh, yeah. He got uh-huh. one of the oh, really tell me. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yeah, he did. Oh, it's. But, like, like just because you got kids, I mean, you got not all of this. You got to be all of this. You got to be all of this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I, just, I had him at hello. <laughs> yes. Wait. Like, special. <laughs> 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 He's never dating anybody with kids again. You don't have to worry about that. Right. You locked and loaded. Locked But I think, you know, and... I, I can't speak for him, mm-hmm. but I would say he got more than what he thought. Like, it was, it's been a bigger experience, yes. um, a more fulfilling experience right. and I could than what thing. he would have thought. I've dated guys in the past that have had children uh, and didn't really, like, not that I've really interacted now, mm-hmm. but just the way he talks about his children. Yeah. I feel like I've interacted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just most guys are not that involved. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 been something. It, I think that's so interesting that, you know, you can say you don't want something, and then when you get it, it just mm-hmm. opens you up in a way that you never thought. Right. And in, in my experience, a part of the reason... You know, it. I hate to say it was why I fell in love with him, but it was one of those moments where it just like smashed you on the face and you're just like, he is the one. I remember. Go ahead. And it was when he told me one day, he was like, I want to be here for you and I want to help you raise her. Mm -hmm. And nobody else that had ever dated before said that. that. And this is the man who said he wanted wanted to date anyone with kids. But I can tell you from that moment to now... Oh, he does way more parenting than I do. <laughs> I remember way when more parenting. Uh, goddess was playing, uh, playing running track. Oh yeah, and he would be out there running drills with her. I was oh like, yeah, That's dope. at her track meets. You know, he's that right now, helping yeah. her write her essays yeah. for summer program. Oh, and helping yeah. her talk to people about jobs. Because I mean, we were just at a random, what yeah. was like a soft open, and yeah. And um, I'm always like, that's your child. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I promise you, from the outside looking in, if you did not know us, they are so much alike, uh-huh. you would think they were related. I'm always, like, looking at the both of them, like, 
<laughs> yes. God, how did I get placed in this family? <laughs> so let me ask you. So with, you know, you're getting married. The boo doesn't have children. Mm-hmm. How does that? What were the? What was the? Kind of, did you have a conversation with your daughter about? You know what was going to take place in the relationship, or how what the relationship was, or what was that conversation like? Like, do you talk to the children? What do you talk to the children about? What do you say? So prior to him um, finishing school and mm-hmm. then moving in, mm-hmm. I did have a conversation with her to let her know that one, like our life is changing, right? Right, so she already knew we were together, and mm-hmm. you know, and she had kind of already built that bond because he would come home for summer, right. spring break, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But to let her know, this is this is now full time. Okay, he is a part of our life, um, and I had to have the conversation with her to let her know that as a man and as an adult, he is an authoritative figure. Okay, now, right, but if she ever felt uncomfortable or whatever she needs to come to me first Mm -hmm. and I've wanted I've always told her this I don't care what someone tells you I don't care if they tell you they're gonna kill your whole family Mm -hmm. you come to me right and you let me die right right if that's what it takes to keep you from being hurt yeah I will always fall on the sword and so having that conversation with her so she felt comfortable to know it's okay for someone to move into kind of our home and our world. And, and, and that was really important. Um, I didn't want to hype her up as it relates to like getting married and what this future was going to look like. Because I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. But it was, I know this thing is happening and let me prep you for that. Um, I don't, so I should never talk to her about us getting married. Okay. I never sat down and had that conversation with her. But he kind of looped her into that yeah, whole proposal, experience yeah. and the proposal, mm-hmm. which which I just think is, I think it is extremely powerful for children to see their parents in love and to be oh, loved yeah. by someone and to be treated well. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel I like I needed that. to have a conversation with her like after it happened. I felt mm-hmm. like just witnessing the experience. And I know sometimes like, She'll catch us, like, in the kitchen hugging, and I'll see her just kind of, like, looking like, mm-hmm. oh. Right. Like, like you know, mm-hmm. oh, that's, you know, that's cool or whatever. Right. But no, I never, like, had the conversation of saying, well, we're going to get married and, and have more kids and yada, 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 because I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> we run this thing right now. <laughs> right after the wind Because it works. Yeah, I mean, but that's. In any relationship, that's all you can do. Just for me. I mean, yes, I've met the children, but I mean, I don't feel any more obligated to stay with him if I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because people do that. People stay in relationships yeah. when the kids have been introduced because you feel like, oh, now if I break up, now i got to date somebody else, and then am I going to introduce that person, and then... Or the kids are attached yeah, and they're I mean, heartbroken. Right. And like, no. Because what we're not going to do is fake the phone. Because if yeah. you're not happy and you're not happy, you just have to start over. Yeah. No, I agree. what happened in this relationship and don't let it happen again. I mean, that's all I could do as well. But like I said, I've already learned so much. I think I'm more open. Because, I mean, yes, I said you shouldn't get into your 30s and say you don't want to date someone with children. But it does make the situation more difficult. Um, I think at this point, I prefer to date someone with children mm-hmm. because, again, I don't know. Take if the I pressure would. off of you. Yes. Yeah. Listen, that's not the pressure I want because yeah. for me, it's like I've always said I didn't want to have children until I was married. So why would I wait until I turn 40 to have a child yeah. out of wedlock? Yeah. To me, it just doesn't make sense. I should have done it in my 20s and got this body back tight and just been done with yeah, it. Yeah. Why wait till now? And it's yeah. extra hard. <laughs> you know? So. No. <laughs> we got a lot of comments. We do. See if I can pull up some of these good old comments. Um, awesome. I can see a little bit from the screen, I don't but, but you guys I'm know, up today. I'm a little old. I'm a little old. But um, yeah. So I just I think 
it's definitely a complicated situation. It does not have to be overly complicated. I think it's about getting to know who you're dating, putting that right time in to figure out who they are, and then fostering that relationship as you see fit with your children. That's all. Okay. So let's see. So shout out to everybody that is watching live. Monica and the boo is watching. My mama's watching. Hey, mom. (laughs) Ooh, good comment from my mom. said there are certain situations where children should not be around their parents. Each situation is different. That's true. That is actually true. How do you find out, like, that background information? So what if you're dating someone Mm -hmm. who, um, like, there could be, like, a... What do you call it? Like a custody agreement or something right. that says this person isn't even allowed to see the kids. But but you're dating that person. How do you yeah. know? I mean, that person. Wait, you're dating the one that shouldn't be around. Yeah. Kids. But no. he's just like, oh, no, I don't. I don't see the kids often. They live in another state. But come to find out, they like right in the corner. But you can't go over there. Because Cause what? I mean, who knows? Because he done did something. But you want to know that. I'm going to have to go to the files. I'm going to the internet. I've had a good verified, been verified fee to figure out what happened. Luckily, in North Carolina, we can pull all of your records up online. You want that background information, ladies. If if a man is not, a man or a woman is not spending time with their kids on a consistent basis, you want to dig into that. That's pertinent information. It really is. Especially if you want to grow and be married and have children with this person. So, yeah. Mm. What else we got? Mom says, um, never say never. You may miss out on the best thing that ever Listen, happened to you. When I met the bay, I was like, I'm not taking this dude. <laughs> what? He got oh, kids. Like, I was like, okay, I'm all open for the kids before. Like, we can just hang out and have fun. But ain't I wasn't even kids. saying that. Oh. I didn't. Don't call me. He was very persistent and inconsistent. So, look, Bay said I saw that body like Siobhan said, and it's female. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ryan says my husband said that he wouldn't date a woman with kids either. He not only dated one but married. <laughs> Listen, it has been Robin. Hello. <laughs> Robin understands it takes the right one. It does. With the right uh, je ne sais quoi. Absolutely. I completely agree with that, though. Yeah. On the flip side, look, look. <laughs> so, um, the baby says, I may have missed it, but what title do you ascribe to said person when you get to the point of introducing them to your child? Does that matter? Should it be the same as the titles you share amongst each other? So, I assume that's like, if I call you my boyfriend, then do you introduce the kids? Is it, this is my boyfriend or this is my girlfriend? Does it, does it matter once you're introducing them to the kids? I don't think it matters. I think, well, for me, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. I didn't need a title because I think that would make it weird. It's almost like. Weird for the kids? Yeah, weird for the kids because it's like. It's almost, they will see what part that person plays uh-huh. as time progresses. But now, so my only concern with that is coming from being a kid of the 80s, there was a lot of uncles. No, but that's what you want Okay. No. There was a lot of like, no. No, friends I, and stuff. And then no. like, now that I'm older, you reflect back and it's like, that was your boyfriend. <laughs> Why was we calling him? I kid you guys not. I have an Uncle Larry. <laughs> I am 33 years old and I now recognize one. Logistically, it didn't make sense because it was my grandma's friend, right? So this is my grandma's boyfriend. Oh, okay. That we called Uncle Larry. <laughs> so, your uncle, I mean, he's somebody's brother. <laughs> Right. Like, logistically, it don't make sense, right? I think that's straight old school, though. And, but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. There were a lot of, like, you just didn't really introduce people. It, like, you didn't put titles on it, but then kids just don't really know. They know this person is around. Because I guess... And then 20 years later, it's like, you could have just said that was your girlfriend. <laughs> like, bro, 
<laughs> right. And that's why I think that goes into overthinking the situation. Yeah. Where you don't necessarily need to overthink it. Yeah. Kids are not dumb. By They're not dumb movie. at all. Yeah, no, they they kind of know what's what. And sometimes it might just be easier just to just tell them it all, like all mm-hmm. of it, and just that's like, true. But I also say it depends on the age. Yeah, and the whole background situation too. So yeah, I mean, I think um, younger than younger than five. Mm-hmm. Cause five is you're in, you're in elementary school at five. At five years old, I gotta shoot it to you straight. <laughs> I don't know. No. I gotta shoot it to you straight. <laughs> it's a These kids know a whole lot. Don't. So boys, 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 right, right. That's so I'm like the boys don't know. They're like, if it doesn't have to do a basketball, football, baseball, they don't understand. What you what you want? You're right. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't even know. Ew, you got a girlfriend? Why? Right. You don't even like girls. Right. Thought we were just gonna chill. Right. So I think it depends. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Because I think about my niece, mm-hmm. who is seven. She's so cute. And she's like a 27-year-old. And she's really smart. And I think, you know, we're past the point where it's like, oh, my niece is super smart. All these kids are smart. Okay, they yeah. know a lot. And she knows a lot. Mm-hmm. And she has enough common sense to know when her mom got a boyfriend and when her mom is, you know what I mean? She yes. just knows. Yes. You can't pull the wool over her eyes. No. Yeah. She will check you. Like, <laughs> I see why you lying. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty much. Sorry. So I think it does depend on the age. It also depends on gender, yeah. but it depends on intentions too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're still in a place where maybe things haven't been fully fleshed out with the ex, and there's still some contention there, or there's still right. just some situational stuff, then it might just be easier not to go into the yeah. yeah. I would agree with that as well because whatever you say, the kids are going to repeat in Absolutely. the way that they interpret it. Right. Yes. So you could come over there one day, and then the kids mind you're moving in, and that's where they're going to tell the other parent, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, we such and such live here." <laughs> Please have a conversation with the other parent before you move somebody in. That just don't. You ain't awesome. got to be moving in. Like kids well, just interpret things right, how they interpret it. That's yeah. right. That's true. But that's they don't true. realize you ain't here but two weekends out of the month. So just because <laughs> when you're here to see her doesn't mean she lives. You know, like, like you just have kids just will take stuff and it's like, and how did you come to that? But that's why you should also not leave that conversation to your children. To yes. be the ones to explain what's going on. Yes, I think so. that is very true. Yeah. Any other Ooh. questions or comments? Okay. What are the rules of engagement for disciplining, whether verbal or nonverbal? For me? Okay. So I had a situation. Mm. And it wasn't a disciplinary. It could have been. So I was over at Bay's house and the kids were playing. You know, the boys love those guns, the Nerf guns. Mm-hmm. And one of his, his best friend was there with his daughter. And she came downstairs and I was like the only adult upstairs. Yeah. They were all down in the basement. He's like, he's not playing fair. <laughs> so I'm like, well, to go tell his dad. And, but of course, as soon as she came down, all three of them came down, oh, and God. I was like, <laughs> so what's going on? And then, of course, the kids start explaining. And I'm like, all right. And it basically came down to they have more bullets in their guns than I do. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. But when they're shooting at you, pick up their bullets and use it for your gun. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. So they go back up to play, but there were a couple bullets downstairs. So I gathered them up and called her back down. I was like, in here, you know, yeah. but make sure when they're shooting at you that you pick theirs up to use in your gun. So it wasn't like I had to discipline, but it was yeah. also like all eyes on me to see how I was going to handle it. Because you could have right. reprimanded them if they played fair or right. whatever. And but... I just say, make sure you guys play fair. But when it comes down to bullets, I'm like, I don't know if it was a free for all. You grab yours at the beginning, you run. But yeah. they shooting at you, you have their the ammo now. Yeah. So I think so verbal <laughs> disciplining, but I need to see how you I think it depends on 
date someone, I have to be comfortable with just how you are as a person anyway, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I have to see how you operate in, situ- in situations you're where you're under stress anyway, right. right? If we go to a restaurant and you don't get your food the right way, are you like cursing at the waitress? Are you right. like flipping tables? Mm-hmm. Are you just like cutting up? Absolutely. So in my mind, if that's how you operate, you can't just turn that off for kids. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, oh, you're going to be the super sweet person around my kid. Right. So now I got to decide if I even want to be with you, right? So right. I do all of that prior to even introducing you to my child. So now if you're around my child, mm-hmm. nonverbal disciplining is going to be a no, just across the board. And for me, one, because I have a girl, you're not going to touch my child. Right. right? That's Absolutely. Just, like you're not going to touch her. I'm not touching nobody's child. And first of all, she well, me. Let me tell you, my nieces and nephews, please, discipline. I remember one year when I was still in New York, I had taken them, I think I was still in, in college, and I had taken them, so I had, my sister had two and my brother had two. Mm-hmm. Took them trick-or-treating. And we're in the car, and they acting up. And I'm like, I'm going to act like that's the sense, or, you know, whatever, threatening, whatever, however threatening them. And the oldest one was like... She ain't gonna do that. Because <laughs> I've never physically, you know, that's just, I've never physically touched, I don't think, any of one else's child. Oh, my nieces, no. <laughs> yeah. Auntie loves you, and Auntie but, will have fun with you, and Auntie will get you all the stuff that your mama wants. Right. I ain't a pillow, but don't push me. You but know, I've never, you push Auntie? Right. Oh, I have. But that's the thing. So I never had to. Oh, yeah. And then, you gonna just play like that? I was yeah, like, really? like, you gotta play. I mean, because you gotta do it. But he didn't know that. No, he knew. He knew. Because children know. I just don't think it's necessary for unless you were there from the time the kids didn't even, you know, like I'm if you date someone. No, if I'm you date someone, and so for instance, I have a cousin who um, is she's married now, but she met her husband when she was pregnant. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's been there this entire time. Yeah. That's, that's his child. I right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it should be, and her kids are so well-mannered, right? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I think it's like, well, it's not working. You know, and now they have kids together. So I think in, in a situation like that, you it would be difficult for him mm-hmm. to parent her son one way, right? and then they're... they're their daughter one way. Another way. That's yeah. gonna be difficult when yeah, he's been there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. No, that I know that's definitely So I think that, you know, that it's all situational, but if you're coming to a kid's life and and they've already they one, they already have another parent, I don't think um, physical discipline is necessary, but verbal mm-hmm. discipline, um, I would say to the parent of the kid, you need to be mindful of who you bring around your children. Yes. Period. And Absolutely. so if you are being, if if you're really discerning and making sure you're around someone that's best for your kids, you won't have a problem with them disciplining your kids. No. I don't have a problem with boo. I prefer it. In <laughs> fact, because I'm soft. You know, that's just what it is, baby. And she can do right. no wrong in yeah. my eyes. And but I'm like, no. <laughs> but I just think it should just still be a united front. But oh, I think yeah. that's even if it's biological parents. You both have to be on the same page on mm-hmm. where the discipline will be and how it's going to be carried out. Yeah. So. And I and I know the boo style. It's lecture. Lecture top <laughs> to bottom. You're going to get a lecture side to side. You're going to get a lecture to the point where you forgot what you got in trouble about. <laughs> the lecture is so long. And then you're going to get put on punishment. <laughs> Forever. Until he doesn't feel like you should be on punishment anymore. And I feel like I have a teenager. She needs discipline. Well, so that's the thing. Teenagers he doesn't right. raise his voice. He's never going to yell yeah. at her. I don't have to worry about that. He's never going to say anything disrespectful right. towards her. He's mm-hmm. never going to be demeaning or condescending or yeah. even just mean, nasty, and evil. Yeah. He's just going to say, this is what you need to be doing. <laughs> and this is what you will be doing. <laughs> and this is what I'm about to take from you. Right. Oh, gosh. And I love it. Yeah. What else we got? We have more So I think um 
I can't see that, so I'm not sure if it's not the same as this one. But I know. I think you're just missing one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is there moral moral obligation to get parental consensus from the other parents? So we did talk about that before. I would feel like it is it is necessary to let the other parent know that you're dating, and that other parent um, has to trust your better judgment. Has to trust the other parent. Not, I mean. Right, yeah. because you yeah. can't dictate who the other person dates. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. getting consensus isn't I am asking permission. It is simply person. I am letting you know, I'm making you aware that I am dating. And you have to trust me that I will keep our children safe, basically. And if you do not trust that I will keep our children safe, that's a whole other issue. Right, that's a whole other issue. It has nothing to do with who they're yeah. with. Because yeah. I think ultimately, well, if I'm so bad of a person, I why did you have a child with me? And if you're that bad of a child, a person, why do I have custody or any type of unsupervised visitation? So, get out your feelings. Stop being mad. You see all this. Look at it. Don't do it. Look at it. <laughs> but, um, oh, in the, in the context of discipline, I don't think so. I think it goes to you... The other parent should trust your judgment. Again, yeah. if they don't trust your judgment as it relates to who you're going to bring around your child, who's going to discipline your kids, then they have to take that up in the court of law. I think it's no different. That's like, does the other person get to decide what school the kids go to? Right. Does the other person get to decide what activities they, they participate in? I think once you share 50-50 custody, then yeah. you got to trust when I got my 50%. I do what I want, right? right? Um, and I think you have to take into account how young the kids are. So if you're dating someone that has a toddler, you know, under a two-year-old, three-year-old, it would be crazy to think that their new partner, spouse, or whatever, is never going to discipline a child. Like, that would be crazy. Like, so you just don't... So this kid get to run amok in the house. When? <laughs> amongst, no, but what you're not gonna, someone's not going to be there. It's going to be me or you and your child. So we have to figure out what we're going to do as a couple. And you have to figure out, you know, yeah. what's acceptable amongst the parents. Yeah. But, yeah. And I think for the parent that's dating and you have a kid, um, I think you have you do have to be mindful of your new partner. Right, you do have to draw the line on um, payness, back and forth, um, putting the kids into negative situations. So, to use an example, we can just go the celebrity route because all the business industries like Future and Sierra and Russell Wilson. I think there did come a point where Sierra was just doing too much. I think you just need to let it go, Sierra. Like, I don't care what Future said about you in his song, supposedly. I don't even know how. If he didn't call your name. His songs aren't even audible. So, (laughs) And then there's that. Okay. But I think, you know, as as a parent, if you're truly trying to move on, you got to let some stuff go, take it under the chin, and just be done with it. Right? Just just get the chorus to say, we want to split this country. What he do... What our baby, because it is his baby too. Right. What he does during his time is his time. What I do during my time is my time. We have to trust, trust, trust each other's other. judgment. Because we trust each other day, to bring this child into the world. At the end of the day, it's really just about the child's safety and well-being. Yeah. Anything other than that, it's just you being petty and wanting to still be involved with the parents. Yeah. nothing to do with the child. I think it is absolute pettiness. Yeah. So, if it doesn't have anything to do with the kids, then you do have to just trust the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's all. All right. So, we're going to show you guys a brief kind of... Um, I'm going to make it another drink. drink. Look, because it's late. Oh, well, we're going to show you the ingredients. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're going to show you I'm to drink another drink. Because you know I'm not about to waste the liquor. We'll show you the ingredients. Because... <laughs> Yeah, like we said before, thank you guys so much for watching. We had some technical difficulties earlier where we thought we were podcasting, but we really weren't. We really were. There's that with technology. So, hey, Cutie's going to give you guys just an overview of what goes into the drink. She's yes. not going to make one because we don't want to waste any liquor. I know. And I don't have to sit here and drink tonight. I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> so, 
vodka and Bloody Mary. It's usually vodka, but there is another Bloody Mary you can use tequila. But for tonight's drink, we have vodka, and of course, I use my favorite Kettle One. And then this is a new mixer that I found at the beach. One of my um, friends from back home put me onto this Charleston Bloody Mary mix. This one is the Bold and Spicy, and it's actually made in Charleston, South Carolina. So. That's the main ingredients. It's two ounces of your vodka, three to four ounces of the Bloody Mary mix, and then you garnish with your favorite garnish. And tonight we had bacon, shrimp, olives, and lime. And that's all over ice. All right. Well, till the next time. Cheers. Cheers. I cannot believe we were recording for hey, so 30 minutes. I know. But we had good 75 views, 16 comments. No, it's not wrong. Okay. So we go up. Oh, we are not. Oh, we are not. We are so.